And honestly, we have shown, I think here and what we had done a few years ago, they can easily be demoralized. Their confidence can be just ripped out from under them. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Well, welcome back to Stand on Guard. This is another take five. Want to deal with something that I wrote about yesterday. I hope you read the story in the post-millennial. And if you heard the clip at the very beginning of this broadcast, that says it all. Some union leaders, union representatives got together on Friday, last Friday, September 15th, for a Zoom call. Somebody on that Zoom call wasn't happy with what transpired because it was leaked. And within 24 hours, it was on Twitter. And within 36 hours, I had a story up about it. What's the story about? Well, it seems that the president of the Ontario Labor Federation, mm -hmm. as well as representatives and leading figures from trade unions, labor unions across Ontario, government unions, including the Ontario branch of the Canadian Union of Public Employees, are all co-conspirators, their words, not mine. And they're all plotting to undermine, stop, disrupt, attack, and do whatever they can to be an obstacle to the One Million March for Children that is happening on September 20th, this coming Wednesday, not only in our nation's capital of Ottawa, but across our great land. And these people are supposed to be representing workers, employees, union members. What are they doing? They're saying parents have no right to object to gender ideology in the schools. Parents have no right to know or to provide their permission if children under the age of 16, decide that they want to change their gender or their pronouns. These people say parents have no rights, that the teachers, specifically the teachers union, and the state, whether it's the federal government or the provincial government, they should be raising the children. The state is raising the children, not the parents. And children must submit to an endless indoctrination into LGBTQ politics and ideology. Now, why are union leaders and representatives doing this? This is none of their business. They are not supposed to be sticking their nose into what parents have a right to do, which is peacefully protest. And that's what this protest is about on Wednesday. It's about parents peacefully protesting, but saying enough is enough. My children belong to me, to my family. They do not belong to the government. They do not belong to the state. They do not belong to the classroom. They do not belong to the teachers union. And they will not have to submit to endless indoctrination that is part of not just Pride month, but pride season, and it's becoming pride year. That's all they're learning about in school 
is overt sexual matters. They're reading pornographic literature. They're learning about things that most people did not learn about until way into their adolescence. But elementary school students are learning these things. And the school is sanctioning it. And the schools are saying that the parents have no right to know any of this. But especially in terms of their children making decisions about gender and pronouns. Parents have just had enough in this country. And thank God the Million Person March was primarily organized by Canada's Muslim community. And I have been working with that community, and I'm happy to be working with that community because they care enough to do something about it. And they care enough to get people onto the street to protest. Thanks for making that effort. For organizer Camille El Sheikh and others who have spent time and energy to ensure that children come first and that parents have rights. And I tell you, these unions, these closeted LGBTQ activists, and that's all they are, is activists. They're not union leaders. They're activists who are pretending that they are concerned about children, pretending that they're concerned about public welfare, but all they're concerned about is pushing a narrow, extreme ideological agenda. That's all they're concerned about. And they will not triumph. They will not prevail. These people, once again, are projecting their own authoritarianism on other people. Their own fascism on other people. How dare they suggest parents who object to constant gender ideology in the schools are far-right extremists, are ultra-conservative, are in fact fascists because they believe their children should not belong to the state? I'm sorry. One of the basic tenets of fascism, of communism, of National Socialism was that the children did belong to the state and that parents had only rights to a point. And those rights ultimately vanish because the children could sell out their parents, the children could take on their parents, the children could tell on their parents and have them arrested in a dictatorship under any of those regimes. So why is it fascist to suggest your children should not be reared and raised by the state? Doesn't make any sense, does it? But none of this does. And how dare they start quoting philosophers like Edmund Burke. I mean, Patty Coates, who is the president of the Ontario Federation of Labor, has no business quoting Edmund Burke and has no business putting her nose into this and suggesting that parents should not be protesting and organizing some kind of disruption. They're talking about all kinds of things that could turn very, very dangerous. And this, this protest will, of course, continue, but I don't want to see Antifa on the street antagonizing or intimidating parents if that happens, those people should be arrested for doing that. If they, they 
these people have promised to photograph license plates. What is that for? So they can dox individuals, so they can harass them at home? That's the kind of tactics Antifa uses. That's the kind of tactics these people who do not respect the law, those are the tactics they use. So I will be there on September 20th at 9 a.m. on Parliament Hill, as will millions of others across Canada at provincial legislatures and mayor's offices. And we will be protesting gender ideology in the schools and counter protest be damned. If they can find anybody, you're welcome to peacefully protest. You are not welcome to intimidate, to disrupt, to attack parents for exercising their free and democratic right to protest, their free and democratic right to speech. I don't care if you agree with that speech or even if you disagree with that right to free speech. That's your problem. The march will continue. It will proceed. And parents will take back their rights in Canada, despite Justin Trudeau, despite Doug Ford, despite school boards and school teachers unions that are quite frankly oppressive and contrary to democratic rule. So watch, wait, and find out how enthusiastic the parents are. This is a nonpartisan event. There are liberals, there are conservatives, there are people from other political parties. There are all faiths represented, Muslims, evangelical Christians, Roman Catholics, Jews, Hindus, Sikhs, everybody who cares about freedom, about their children. That's who's going to be out making their voices heard. People who love their children. So don't ever say this is about hate. Your message, your condemnation of parents is about hate. That's where the hatred is. The people who are coming out on September 20th are doing so because they love their children. They love their country and they love their God. And that's what this protest is all about. And you, union leaders, LGBT activists, who are getting paid in many cases by union members who disagree with you, that's what this protest is about. And you can't take that away. And we have some breaking news for you this afternoon. A lot of you would remember Pastor Arthur Pulowski, the Calgary minister who was charged and convicted of mischief and violating restrictions during COVID. He could have gotten 10 years for ministering, preaching to truckers. That's really what he was charged with. He got 60 days from a judge in Lethbridge today. However, because he's already served more than 60 days, he got credit for that time being served, and he walked away a free man this afternoon in Alberta. We talked to 
Pastor Pulowski in July about what could have happened with his sentencing. He was beyond philosophic. As a, he's a very spiritual man, a very good man. But he recounted how difficult his time in prison was. He was treated like a murderer or a terrorist, not a pastor. Anyway, Pastor Pulowski walks away today a free man despite getting a 60-day sentence because of time spent in prison. God bless you, Pastor Pulowski. Our hearts and our prayers are with you, as always. I'm happy. Um, the alternative was me being in a very place that put me in metal cages and solitary confinement. A place that would drag me from my solitary cell to another on concrete, no water, no, um, no washroom, right? So I'm very happy. I was fully expected, uh, expecting to go in and not come out. And that was the price that my family was willing to pay. That's been another stand on guard. Thank you for listening. Remember, ring that bell, subscribe, become a member of the station so we can beat the other thing that Justin Trudeau is pushing down our throats, and that's internet censorship. We won't stand for that either, will we? No, we're going to stand up strong against that too. So please support this station financially. You've been doing so, and I thank you for everyone who has done that. Because I'll tell you what, we need to make our voices heard, and we're going to continue to make our voices heard. Thank you for listening today. I'll be back again tomorrow with more news on the Freedom Convoy trial of Tamara Leach and Chris Barber. Goodbye for now. I made a decision to pursue independent media because I believed it was the best possible route for me to take as a journalist and as a concerned citizen of Canada. So you can become a part of that. And at only $5, you can become a part of that on YouTube, on Substack, and with Buy Me a Copy, a one-time donation. But I need your support. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. If you've already done that, if you're already supporting the station, thank you. But if you haven't, make that decision today. Mm -hmm.